don't at me and don't come for me unless you are coming to tell me how cute I am. Thank you. What up, my big beautiful BBs? It's Megan Tonjes. You're watching People Keep Talking, the show where I talk about news and trends throughout the week. Just a reminder that if you haven't yet, you should like, comment, subscribe. I mean, really, if anything, it's a gift to yourself. You know, it's a, it's a season of giving. It's the it's a season of cheer. And I'm nothing if not cheerful. So do yourself a favor and subscribe to the fucking channel. Thank you. So this week has been kind of a trash fire, uh, personally, and just when it comes to the news. If you want to know about what's happening in my life, I talk about it on my podcast, Adventures in Roomating. New episode just went up called work on your passion projects and shut the fuck up. <laughs> I did, however, ask on social media what you want me to talk about and here's some things people are talking about. See that? Fits with the title. So Oxford Dictionary named the word of the year. What could it possibly be? You may be asking yourself. I'm also asking what the fuck it means because the word of the year is youthquake. What the fuck is youthquake? So according to MSN.com, this is to reference the unexpected level of youth engagement in the summer's elections in the UK. Youth and earthquake put together apparently is a significant cultural, political, or social change arising from the actions or influence of young people. Apparently this word was coined in the 1960s, so who knew? I mean, probably other people knew, I just didn't know, but to be fair, I don't know most things. So here we are. Why is it so warm? It's December right now. Los Angeles, get it together. I'm also very sad to report to you all, and I don't know if you've heard the news, so let me be the first one to break it to you, that after 20 years, AIM is no more. <laughs> now, a lot of you are probably like, what the fuck is AIM? But you know what? I've been looking at my analytics 25 to 35. I see you. And you probably remember running home after school to change and update your status on your AIM account to add your favorite quotes, logging on and off passive aggressively just to hear that little door slam so that people knew they couldn't finish their conversations with you, even though you probably were still on, but just ghosting. <sighs> different times, y'all. Yeah, maybe it was just your time to go, Aim. I mean, you waited probably 15 years too late, but you know, God bless, and uh, my thoughts and prayers are with you. You were a good one. You were a good one, and you held on to the very end. In celebration of Eminem's new album, Revival, apparently he's opening up a pop-up store in Detroit called Mom's Spaghetti. You guys, coming from Michigan, we have so few things, and one of those things is Eminem. One of those things, unfortunately, is also Kid Rock, which I do not claim. I will say that Eminem has forever ruined the word spaghetti for me because I do think of that song, so I appreciate the little nod to that lyric. And I'm tempted to go try this Mom's Spaghetti with meatballs, or the spaghetti sandwich. The tweet that Eminem put out about this to announce it is Detroit. Come vomit up some spaghetti with me this weekend at our official revival pop-up. Okay, so probably not the way that I would market it, connecting the food with vomit, but you know what? To each their own. I won't be there, but I'll be there in spirit. Me and AIM will be there in spirit. Star Wars The Last Jedi opened $45 million so far. I. I, that was me trying to act excited. I mean, I'm excited for all of you that you get to watch another Star Wars movie. I know it's your childhood, you're very excited. I did see kind of a back and forth of friends of mine that liked it a lot, friends of mine that were like, oh, it's fun, and friends of mine that were like, I enjoyed it enough, but I'm very bothered by it. I don't understand any of those conversations because I don't know enough about Star Wars to be bothered by anything. Were there Ewoks? Someone let me know if there were Ewoks because I'm into that. And uh, were, there, were there lots of pretty little bright lights that exploded off of their little light swords? <laughs> I talk a lot of shit about Star Wars, but it's only because I like angering people that love Star Wars because I don't like people feeling joy that I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to see a video of me explaining Star Wars to another friend that's never seen it, click on this video. Enjoy it. Don't 
at me and don't come for me unless you are coming to tell me how cute I am. Thank you. Regal Cinemas is gonna start serving Cheetos popcorn. Now this is something that I've never even thought of. I've never conceived of this combination of things. I don't know that I eat popcorn enough to have very set opinions on what should be added to it and how it should be flavored. I am like a light butter and salt type girl. I'm simple. But I might try the Cheetos popcorn if I had the chance. This also makes me think about what other pairings would go really well with popcorn. And I feel like a classic is like chocolate. Like you put M&Ms and they melt and then it's like, that's a thing. Truffle butter, I don't know. What else do you put on popcorn? Octopus, sure. Leave me a comment below. What would be like your dream combination of things on your popcorn? I mostly wanna judge you. And then if you don't wanna be creative, you could just, ooh, oh, there's a poll. And you could say, hey, Cheetos and popcorn, yay or nay. I'm on the side of yay. And you don't have to agree with me because being wrong builds character. Ay. And finally, I, uh, how do I talk about this? This is something that I've been watching happening the past few days and I felt very relieved that I had videos in collab setups so that I wouldn't have to address this immediately, that I could take some time to think. And I took a few days to think and I still, I don't know. Several of you reached out to me or tweeted at me because you know that in the past I've worked with Warrior Poets. I did a whole show that I don't know where it is or what's happening, but hopefully one day you guys get to see it because it was really awesome and I met incredible people. It was a great experience and everyone that I met at Warrior Poets was really, really incredible. And I had the opportunity to meet Morgan Spurlock and run into him several times and it was always a really good interaction, which is why the past few days have been really difficult to kind of mourn that feeling a little bit. For those of you who don't know, Morgan Spurlock came out and basically addressed that he is part of the problem and went through a list of things that he's done throughout his life and his career. Notably, someone that he slept with in college that said she didn't want to have sex. They, from his memory, hung out for a while, fooled around a little bit more, ended up having sex and she ended up crying and um, basically saying that she felt that she'd been raped. Another story about someone who worked under him who he would call hot pants and sex pants and basically sexually harassed thinking that that it was humor and then paid off so that she wouldn't say anything. And then an admission that in every relationship he's been in, he's been unfaithful, that he hasn't been sober in about 30 years, and that he's dealt with abuse and trauma on his own end as a teenager and a young man. So a lot going on in this statement, a lot going on in everyone's timeline right now, and a lot going on in my head, to be honest. I think this is extra hard for me because these people that I got close to and that I was working with were very supportive of me when I was going through my assault and dealing with that and, and were definitely in my corner. Morgan was in my corner and so it's just, personally I'm disappointed, I'm sad. It's just like when you're in it and you've, you've been in it and you're still affected by it, it's hard to have a lot of empathy for the other side of it. And I wish that I had some like beautiful, uplifting important message to share but I'll, I'll be real this week especially has been a week where i'm kind of like i just want everyone to figure out their own trauma and make amends with the things that they've done and i'm gonna be over here a goddamn island because this is the only thing i know or trust or have any confidence in at this point everything that's happening keeps getting closer and closer it's people that we know it's people that we admire it's people that we look up to it's people that we've worked with it's people that we're friends with it's people that we're related to what do we do are we gonna have more men coming out and talking about their complicated whatevers that may or may not have been assault or rape based on their memory. Is this the new way to do this? The way I try to think about this is with the person that hurt me. If this person came out and announced to the world, hey, here are the things that I've done, this is the kind of person that I'm, I am. I think in some ways, 
it would take kind of the onus off of me to have to for the rest of my life follow them around and say this is a person that did a bad thing, this is a person that hurt me, this is a person to not be trusted because they put it out there and so now people can kind of make their determination. But I also think it puts a lot of pressure on the people that are the victims because now they're in the spotlight, especially if they're known who they are for relationships or marriages or anything like that. Of like, what was your experience? Give us your pain, tell us what it was, give us your perspective so we can create the entire narrative. And it's like, that's a lot. So in that way, it's unfair. I'm also troubled by people that I've seen saying, this is so brave. Because I think if I saw the guy that assaulted me being praised as being so brave for just on his own saying, well, I did this thing once and I'm part of the problem, I think I would be so hurt and I think I would be so angry. Brave is not the word and that is a word that I reserve for people that have been the victims that are surviving. So all of this to say that I don't know what the fuck to say because I think this is only gonna happen more and more. I think this is only gonna keep getting closer and closer. I do think that more and more men are gonna come out and kind of give these kinds of statements and I don't know how to feel about it. And I said this on Instagram last week because I was just really going through it because I'm still dealing with repercussions of what someone did to me and the only thing that I know that I want is I don't want it to happen again and I want people to be safe there's a lot of pressure on you when something has happened to you that you didn't ask for to feel like you have to yell out to as many people as possible to warn them and if you don't and it happens it's on you, which is a lot of pressure to put on someone that didn't ask for something to happen to them. And you feel selfish for doing anything that isn't publicly burning everyone down. And that's a very complicated place to be. And I'm sharing this because I don't have an answer to this. I'm just like letting you know on the other side how it feels. How much do you give for your own peace or for your own sense of justice? And what if you make the wrong choice? You lose so much in this and you don't get a choice in anything except how you survive. And that is something I struggle with a lot. How do you survive? And how do you survive for yourself? And how do you survive for other people? And so there's no real blueprint for how to do this and how to do this the right way. It's a very complicated, confusing situation for me personally. And I think for most people that look up to Morgan, and I think for most people that just wanna trust men, <laughs> honestly, I'm waiting for every man in any public situation to either come forward with a whole story about it or to be outed in some kind of way. And that is absolutely exhausting. I don't really wanna cry too much in this video, so I'm just gonna leave it at that, that I'm, I'm as lost as the rest of you are right now. And I do appreciate the conversations that we have about this because I, I feel like I'm learning more about what justice looks like for me and what forgiveness, if forgiveness is even a thing for anyone. And you don't have to forgive anyone that's hurt you, that's absolutely shit. But what that looks like for people that want to forgive or can forgive. I will say the one thing that I'm sure of is I think that this statement would have meant more had it been from someone who has been dealing with this and has, first of all, reached out to the people that he's hurt privately, not for cookies, not for recognition, but to actually talk to the people directly that have been hurt and had been in counseling for a while. Not like I'm seeking it out, I'm looking into it, like had been actively working on this. So by the time that you release this statement, there's a plan. To release a statement and say, I'm part of the problem and these are the things I've done and I'm gonna try to do better is not comforting in any kind of way. To say, I've been in therapy for the past year, I have reached out and tried to make amends with people that I've hurt, I understand this and I'm sorry, would mean a lot more. I imagine to a lot of people and there would be an actionable plan not words but legitimate like i've been doing the work i will never 
fix this. I will never make amends to everyone that I've hurt, but here is how I've been trying to do it. So it's just the statement itself. I know it's supposed to, I imagine, be empowering for someone to tell their truth before anyone else does, but it just comes across as the work hasn't been done, and that is really disheartening. Okay, so I'm done crying in this video, and I hope that any of that made sense in any kind of real way, and I probably won't even watch it back after I edit it because I don't wanna see myself cry. It's not my favorite thing to do. I mean, I'm cute when I cry, I won't lie. It's definitely like top five faces that I make. <laughs> we'll come back to that topic a different day because I'm sure tomorrow someone else will be outed or out themselves as doing shitty things to women and here we'll be again. I do a segment on this channel called BB of the Day. This is where I give some internet love to my internet loves. And I do wanna give a shout out to one special BB in the comments from yesterday's video. So yesterday I put up a video called You're Cute AF with Ari Fitz. She also put up a video on her channel where we look at and critique each other's nudes, <laughs> as friends do. I'm gonna link to both of those videos so you can go check them out. And I wanna give a shout out to, oh hi, it's CERN. I love both of you so much. I really vibe with Ari's want to cultivate better relationships with people around her. I'm working on that myself. Me too, BB. Me too. And I just want to give you a shout out. Thank you for sharing that in my comments. Thank you for showing up and thank you for being BB of the day. If you like these videos, I also do an audio podcast version of this. You can listen to these on your drive to work. You can sit alone in your car and cry to the dulcet tones of my voice. Whatever it is that you want to do, however you podcast, podcast. But you can get that on SoundCloud or iTunes. Links are below. If you really want to hear more of me and my adorable roommate, Keith, you can also check out our podcast, Adventures in Roommating, that comes out twice a week. Again, links are below. And I'm Megan Tonjes. You can find me at Megan Tonjes on most things. Also, could you do me a favor and say hi to your grandmas for me? Because I got places to go. I got people to touch like your faces very much. And I will see you tomorrow. I have a collab with Jackson Bird going up tomorrow, so get real excited. Bye.